Welcome to Mormon Book Review's channel. I'm your host, Steve Pinecker. So this is my very first episode, and boy, am I excited for this opportunity. I've been reaching out to various communities within the Restoration, including Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, Church of Jesus Christ, the Community of Christ, and the various independent branches. And I have to say, it's been a real joy reaching out and having communication and, uh, and fellowship, I must admit. So to tell you a little bit about myself, I come from an evangelical background, and uh, I don't actually have any connection to the Restoration, other than the fact that since I was about the age of 10, I've always been very fascinated with all things Mormonism. And it actually kind of started with the Godmakers video that was on Chicago television, on our local Christian television station as a kid. And ever since then, I've been fascinated by your movement. And so throughout the years, I've accumulated this collection of books in my collection, all dealing with the Restoration and the Mormonism and the whole thing. And so I thought, I have this collection, what, and it's just sitting here, and I am in an evangelical community, and nobody's really all that interested in talking about Mormonism. They have a lot of misconceptions about what you believe, and uh, I really believe that there's a lot of misunderstandings that have happened in the past. My spiritual ancestors did a lot of things wrong towards you people, and I think that we need reconciliation, we need communication, and I think ultimately we need fellowship with each other. So in the spirit of that, I have decided to review this book first. It is called A Pentecostal Reads the Book of Mormon by John Christopher Thomas, who is a professor at Pentecostal Theological Seminary located in Cleveland, Tennessee. That is actually affiliated with the Church of God, Cleveland, Tennessee, and that is the second largest Pentecostal denomination in the United States of America. It was founded by A.J. Tomlinson, who uh, came out of the Azusa Street Revival around 1906 in Southern California. That's where our modern Pentecostal movement comes from. And he founded that church. And then after a while, he was actually booted out and he went and founded another church called the Church of God of Prophecy. Well, the Church of God Cleveland, Tennessee has over 7 million members. Church of God of Prophecy has over a million members. So I think he might be about the only world religious figure who actually directly founded two separate uh, denominations that have excess of over a million dollars, a million members, which I find very fascinating. So that's the background of the author, and that's the kind of stuff I'm going to do. I'm going to educate a little bit about my movement, and then I'm hopefully to receive uh, things from you as well and some feedback. So he decided he was going to read the Book of Mormon. He's a literary critic. So he just delved into the text. He wanted to read what the text said and didn't try to come in there with anything with a bias against it, just wanted to let it speak for itself. So what he did was he used the 1830 edition of the Book of Mormon because as a textualist, as a literary critic, you always want to go to the original sources when you're doing your textual criticism. And so he decided to do a textual analysis of the Book of Mormon. So what this book is, is a survey of the Book of Mormon, somewhat of a commentary of the Book of Mormon. It gives us the reception history of the Book of Mormon. It tells us about the art that was inspired by the Book of Mormon. It gives us the, the, the theology that's taught in the Book of Mormon, which is very interesting because there's very little in there that a Protestant would actually have a problem with. And so it's just a fascinating book. He actually takes the book seriously. 
He doesn't. He and he and he wants to look at it as a document that's on its own terms, and so he he is looking at it from a Pentecostal viewpoint, which is fascinating because what he found in there was a Pentecostal doctrine in the book dealing with the idea of baptism of fire and spirit and the idea of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and having evidence of tongue. That was a theological idea that was in the Book of Mormon that predates the Azusa Street Revival and that was a doctrine that they adopted in that movement. So he said here we have a doctrine that wasn't developed until the early 1900s in the Book of Mormon. So he found that to be very interesting and significant. The other thing that he found was he was doing, as he was going through the book, he realized around in the middle of the book, in the placement of the book, there's a story of the anti-Nephi-Lehi's. Now that's the story of the people who basically embraced pacifism and re refused to bear arms and are willing to sacrifice themselves so that they because they aren't willing to go to war. And he contacted somebody at BYU and asked them, do you guys have a word count of the Book of Mormon? And they said, yes, they do. And they sent it to him. And he found that that particular story is in the dead center of the book. Well, as a literary critic, that's kind of important. But it also kind of has some theological implications, which I think is a new contribution to the Book of Mormon studies that he made, which is he found out that the anti-Nephi-Lehi story takes place in the dead center of the book. And he says that's important where it's placed. And when you think of the context of the Book of Mormon being viewed as a war document by many people, has many bloody battles in it and so on, which you would expect if Mormon is the editor of the Book of Mormon, he was a war leader. And so when he was editing the Book of Mormon, he would probably skew towards that direction. So a lot of people misunderstand the Book of Mormon as being a a book of war. But at the very center of it is peace. And to me that's very important because if that's the central part of the book, talking about peace, we're, well now we're talking about the Prince of Peace. And that's kind of important. So I think that's an important contribution that he's made that I think we should probably have to mull over and think, okay, this signifies something. So that's another fascinating thing. So in the art section of the book, he deals with uh, David Hiram Smith, and he made this painting, which he believes, this is all one painting, uh, uh, that he believes is the earliest extent piece of art that deals with a Book of Mormon story. And that was, of course, Joseph Smith's youngest son who died, who, who, who was in his mother's womb when his father was murdered. So that was an interesting contribution he made. Loves Minerva T-shirt, the uh, illustrator. And he also, the one criticism I have about the arts part is I wish he would have had something in there about Arnold Freeberg and his Book of Mormon paintings. Minor criticism, that's about the only one I have. So, in summary, I have written my review of A Pentecostal Reads the Book of Mormon. The author does a good job giving a thorough survey of the Book of Mormon. He gives some wonderful insights into the text some never expressed until the release of this book. The most important contribution to Book of Mormon studies is his finding that the anti-Nephi-Lehi story is at the dead center of the book. His emphasis on the Pentecostal aspects of the book is very intriguing. The reception history of the Book of Mormon from the early anti-Mormon literature 
to the modern-day Book of Mormon musical is informative and insightful. I thought the art chapter could have been more helpful had it included a discussion on the works and background of Arnold Freeberg. That being said, showcasing David Hiram Smith's work and his real obvious deep appreciation of Minerva Teacher's illustrations is a nice touch. The author takes the Book of Mormon seriously and is willing to let the text speak for itself. This is an important document that hopefully can foster dialogue and discussion between the greater evangelical community and the Restoration. I hereby award this book a total of five stars out of five. Thank you so much. Like and subscribe. I want to preview my next book, which is called In the Same Spirit. It is a book about a uh, biography of William Bickerton, who was the founder of The Church of Jesus Christ, which is a Pentecostal expression within the Restorationist movement. And this is his story. So I look forward to that. I want to thank you. As the channel improves, we hope to improve the sound, the lighting, the camera, and the graphics. And as we acquire these things, we will gradually get better and better. Thank you for your patience. This is the first episode. Please like and subscribe. Peace and be well.